Alpha, you know what I need. Aliens. Battleborn. Well, that's not what I was thinking, Alpha. Aliens. Battleborn. Well, I guess that's all we have. Sure. Aliens. Battleborgs, the show about aliens and their, well, and not their Battleborgs, I guess. Um, I was gonna say aliens and their Battleborgs, but the, kind of the whole point, a point plot in this plot point in this episode is that they don't have them. So, uh, I guess welcome to just aliens. <laughs> That's the new name of the show, Aliens. Welcome to Welcome to Aliens, our movie about a woman being hunted by an extraterrestrial. Eric, please just make the epi- the picture for this episode that guy from the History Channel. Please. <laughs> no, no, no. Eric, just Eric, just make our uh, album art for this episode the movie poster for the movie Aliens. Okay, don't do that. That's definitely a, not a good idea. <laughs> Eric, why don't, why don't we wait and see what fun images we can come up with throughout the episode? Okay, okay, fine. Uh, I don't know if we're going to come up with anything fun. I think we may have just peaked there at minute one. Hey, we could just stop. Um. Anyway, hi, I'm Lexi, as always. Um, I'm hosting this fucking train wreck. And mm-hmm. uh, this week, as always, I think Mike's been on every episode. Hi, Mike. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I also we also I also brought uh, that I uh, brought Zach back. You were going to say something really mean about it about me, and then you decided not to, didn't you? <laughs> No, it was actually going to be a. It was, it was really dumb, and I just decided not to do it. Oh, that also works. That's fine. Hey, everybody! Hi, I'm here. I'm excited for this episode because there's some shit in it that makes even less sense than normal, and I'm excited. This episode was not good. No, but there's a lot of things to talk about. Yeah, there there is content in this, and there's content in them. There hills. There's some fun stuff with the uh, titular alien rangers, and then and then we get the first of our uncomfortable Zeo quests, but blessedly, the first is the least uncomfortable, I guess, relatively speaking. Yeah, because there's kind of nothing. It was really thing. pretty much okay until the end, and then it's like, oh no, all of a sudden, but yeah, we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I feel like I feel like I'm I'm Get, like just fucking not to get too far ahead of ourselves. I'm being like really wary ab- to. I'm really hesitant to say, oh, there's nothing offensive about this, you know, especially because we've fucked up in the past. 
Um, but like, so like, I get this vague sense of like, we were watching the stuff with with Rocky later. I'm just like, is 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 this is this insensitive? I guess we'll just is like, this racist? It might be. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. Like, before we get into the next four episodes, it's four, right? Five, five. There's there's four. Uh, they do the cat and the Tommy one at the same time. Okay. So just, just to know, just like the Megazord, that like we aren't from the cultures that that are in these episodes, so we may fuck up. But what we can tell you is that they almost certainly did it wrong. We know that much. <laughs> so, oh, I well, would say even including Cat, there's not one they did right. Yeah, yeah, no, they. So here's the thing: I they cl- very clearly like. It's incredibly obvious that they didn't bother actually getting anyone from any of these cultures or looking into any of these cultures beyond pre-existing media stereotypes. Right. They watched some movies, basically, is probably what they did. Which, I mean, as everyone hopefully knows, are the worst possible example for um, just about any culture. Yeah. I mean, so so I guess my point is just like, we're going to do our best. Hang with us. We apologize in advance if we get it wrong. So. Yeah, but our our but basically just because of that, we are going to we're going to avoid like being like, oh, this is okay. I'm pretty sure this is fine. Oh yeah, yeah. no, we are not. Yeah. We are not qualified to be arbiters of if anything is fine. There, there are gonna be some things where we're gonna be like, this is probably bad. There are gonna be some things where we know for certain are, th- that this is bad, and we'll get right. to those. Right, but guys, like, we're, yeah. we're guys. I. I really, we really need to move this along because this has already been too much of white people pre-apologizing for sure, that's being fair. white people, and it's getting very self-indulgent, and <laughs> let's move on. Okay, let's do it. Which, I guess, is my responsibility, and um, so in lieu of a news segment this week, I thought <laughs> I'd ask junior correspondent Zach to um, deliver on something all the fans have been clamoring for, which is... Spotlights on the Alien Ranger actors. Okay, I can do that. Play I that you're... actor spotlight theme, Eric. Let's go. <laughs> I but uh, you... like, put like a shitty water filter over it. Actor spotlight. I thought you were gonna force me to like like force, a Brita or something. Force this information into one of the four news categories, and I'm glad you didn't do that. Um, so yeah. actually, that's a great idea, Zach. Could you please also do that? Sure. This is under the alien section, I guess. So the 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 five alien rangers, which uh, for some reason were forbidden from saying their names, so I'll just give you the, the colors. Well, I'm pretty sure they don't have any. They do have names. We've gone over them many mm, times. I think I would have heard them. Zach, you could just say their names. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to start well, it's, with... It's, it's okay, Lexi. Zach, check the IMDB. They're very thorough over there. Yeah, so I'm going to start with uh, the yellow uh, alien Power Rangers slash Titus. Uh, and by the way... That's a, it, that's a Final Fantasy character, to, Zach. I, yes, I'm well, questioning the validity of your data here. To give to to just kind of spoil what I'm about to go through, nobody did much. There, there's a varying degrees of not much, but yeah. Okay, I actually have a I actually have a question about that. Okay. Did they have any acting history before this? So yes. So Jim Gray okay. uh, is Titus slash the Yellow Ranger. And uh, what I will say is that before he was on 
uh, Alien Rangers. He served as a um, NBC NFL sideline reporter for two seasons in 1995, uh, or three seasons, I guess, 1995, 1996, and 1997. Uh, and then well, Alien that's Rangers. probably still just two seasons because football years cross over the football right, seasons sorry. cross over the new yes, year. Two seasons. So. My bad. Uh, and then he was on Alien Rangers in 96, so actually kind of at the same time, concurrently. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure this wasn't enough of a gig for him to quit his day job. Maybe during the (laughs) offseason. Or that, yeah, like, it's not a, that's not a full year position, I guess, yeah. Yeah, he, he, and then after this, he played biker in a TV movie and drug dealer in another TV movie, and... That's it. <laughs> so, yeah. Not, so not- either, I mean, I don't want to, I, I don't, I guess, want to speculate too much on the career choices of people we don't know, but kind of get the impression that, like, maybe Hollywood actor wasn't really this guy's career plan. <laughs> yes, that that is probably correct. Um, so, yeah. I will say, like, obviously an IMDB career perusal is not a full picture of a person's life. If... In, and listen, we can only we can only look so deeply into this stuff. If anybody's got any additional information about these folks, heck, if you are one of these folks, please like write in, let us know. Yeah, oh for god, sure. if one of the if one of the alien rangers listens to this podcast, that would be incredible. Also, we would like to have you on, please. Yeah, yeah like absolutely, <laughs> yeah. yes. I mean, listen, <laughs> folks talk about like wanting to get like one of the bigger names. Like, like no, I want to get I want to get one of the alien rangers on here. I want to get somebody who's done like who was like a putty for like four seasons straight. Yes, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. I would actually really love to talk to a putty. I want to get the weirder side stories of like the fringes of the production. Yeah, people who were people who were there a lot and saw a lot, but nobody knows about them. Those are the people I want to talk to. Like, like I want to know like what the audition process was for the Alien Rangers. Yeah, that'd be pretty great. I want to know how much time they had to spend doing makeup for the like prosthetic forehead and whatnot. Yeah, that would actually be a good question. So we also have, uh, oh boy. So the Alan Palmer plays Corcus, the Black Ranger. Uh, he was in this. He was in one episode of Xena Warrior Princess, uh, the episode The Prodi- Prodigal. Is that how you say that? It's not Prodigal, right? Prodigal? Yes, Prodigal. Okay. Uh, he was in, like, a couple episodes of random things like a TV show called Compromising Situations. Never heard of it. And then in 2017, he was in a web uh, short film called MMPR The Last Ranger Parody 7. Yup. Okay. So, here's. <laughs> Stay tuned for a bonus episode about that horseshit. <laughs> no. Uh, so here's here's something that I've occasionally think about which is so imdb tries to as exhaustively as possible cover all media appearances of actors which i mean they do a decent enough job and i mean i guess it's crowdsourced so that helps yeah it's 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 a glorified wiki let's not shit a shitter here right but what i'm saying but like even so like it's kind of crazy how many like just like no budget films somebody made with a camcorder and you know, put out on DVDs that you could a- just ask for and shit that's on there. But thinking about the amount of video content that gets made on a 
daily basis on the internet. Could you imagine actually be exhaustively like documenting every time anyone's ever appeared in a scripted video thing online? Yeah, I feel like that's only going to happen if someone's like big enough for someone to want to set up an IMDb for them. Or hell, the person could just do it themselves. Like that's right, not yeah, really... and I know there's a lot of that out there. The thing that gets weird for me is if you go to like Tommy Oliver's page, for instance, you'll get anytime anyone's ever played the Green Ranger in a fan short, basically. Like that's where it gets weird to me, where it's like, okay, I have this list of hundreds and hundreds of things. This it's the same can be said for like uh, one of the biggest ones of this is like Jason from the Friday the Thirteenth movies. There's like literally a thousand entries or something like that. That's and I've I'm on the fence about this stuff because I get that like if you've been in something, especially like some some fan shorts are really well made and might help you get a job in the industry and you want it to be on IMDb and I get it, but like. I don't know. I just feel really conflicted about like, yeah, I was in this thing that we filmed on my phone and it's garbage and I put an IMDb entry up for it. I don't know. I mean, listen, it's it's free marketing directly to an audience who is looking for what you're selling. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I I can't fault anyone for wanting to be on there, I guess. I just I, I don't know how they'd moderate it, really, I guess. I could I could probably put myself on IMDb for that uh, Christmas video I did where I was wearing the Red Ranger. There you go. Just element. say you were Jason. <laughs> yeah, but listed as uh, not Friday the Thirteenth Jason, but Jason of the Argonauts. Well, say it's a spinoff. <laughs> Technically, I introduced myself as Red Ranger, so I think I'd have to put myself under that. There you go. Ah. Uh, so yeah, I haven't actually watched MMPR the Last Ranger parody seven. If you want to. Go for it. Tell me Are how it is. Are there actually six prior ones of that, or is that number part of the joke? No, there's not. It's like, it's part of the it's joke, of those I jokes guess. of everyone's made a Power Rangers parody. This is, you know, just yeah, another I, one of those. I guess. So that, that's uh, that's Corcus. Uh, um, Sestro, the Blue Ranger. I, I'm sorry, did you say Corcus? Yeah, his name is Corcus. C-O-R-C-U-S. Now I'm pretty sure you are making up these names to troll No, I'm not. I'm I'm not. Uh, so Sestro, the blue alien ranger. Sestro's the one I'm most interested in, I'm gonna be honest. He seems to be the, like, the most prominent one of the crew. So I'll tell you this, he apparently shows up in Zeo, like, six or seven times, so that's interesting. Well, yeah, he's checking in on his boyfriend. Yeah, there you go. Um, Sestro's, uh, uh, actor's name is Kareem Prince. Uh, he shows up in a TV show called 413 Hope Street as a character named Melvin Todd. Uh, he's in 10 episodes. Oh, interesting. The Homestuck number in one of the uh, classes. Yep, there you go. Uh, he is in a TV show called The Bold and the Beautiful in 1999. Uh, oh, Bold character- and the Beautiful is uh, it's a soap opera. Oh, okay. It's a, as a character named it's Raymond. All, it's also just a way you could describe me. He was on 33 episodes. Yes, that's very true. He was in Malcolm in the Middle as Stanley, a character named Stanley, oh, who was shit. in eight no, episodes. Oh, I know who that is. Okay, I don't, but that's cool. So there you go. He, he was in something that one of us has watched. Um, and then he was in uh, General Hospital for nine episodes, and then 24 for three episodes. And then that was it. <laughs> so he he worked for a while. 
He has yeah. not been in anything since 24 in 2009, so I don't know if he stopped. But yeah, he he did stuff here and there for for some time. So I that's mean, kinda again, neat. like any anyone who disappears off of IMDb might find a new career, or even if they're still in acting, they might be doing like theater work. They might be doing stuff like behind the scenes as part of crews or something. Like it's not like they fall off the face of the earth, but that is one thing that sucks about how IMDb works is there you reach a point where people who have been prominently involved in stuff just don't get listed there like the crew lists are often pretty sparse yeah even though there will be like people who are very like like when you get into the actual production side of things like there are people who are very prolific and like yeah very key in fact to like it's and sometimes like you kind of just don't know what happened like it was it was Purely because his other work was also listed on IMDb that we found out that one guy from VR Troopers became a video game programmer. Oh, yeah. Because there was right. also IMDb listings for, like, games he worked on. But, like, yeah, they, we, we – yeah, sometimes it just happens. But, like, okay. We, we, uh, but, yeah, General Hospital, I think, is also a soap opera. So he's done a lot of soap opera stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty yeah, cool. I feel like if you do soap opera stuff, you do a lot of soap opera stuff. That's the only way. So uh, – the uh, Oracle, the Red Ranger, is played by that David is a Bacon. David Bacon? Yeah. Okay. David Bacon. Um, right. I don't think he's related to Kevin Bacon, but I'm not, I can't say that for absolute certain. All right. We do need to find out how many degrees of separation he has. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so he. Uh, or do we need to figure out how many degrees of separation we have from him? Ooh. Uh, so he pretty much only did this as an actor, but after that, uh, he served as a cinematographer or a gaffer, or in some cases, a sound engineer on a bunch of stuff. Um, so was he a production guy that they just grabbed and said, Hey, we want you to play a character for a while. It sounds like that might be the case because he, he definitely has been, so I haven't heard of almost any of this stuff. It's like shorts, uh, mostly. But he he did he's done um, you know, gaffer, uh, cinematographer, or, or sound on like eighty different things. Um, and he's continuing to like he still has stuff that's newly listed on his uh on on his IMDb. So hey Zach, I hate I hate to interrupt you, mm-hmm. but um I was just I just glanced at my desk and I've got this acid reducer this bottle of acid reducers and they are gluten free. Okay. They made they made a point of putting that on the label and I just figured that was probably good to know. So like the the generic ran ranitidine ranitidine uh-huh. uh that you get from Target, uh no gluten in that. So what you're telling just, me just is you're PSA really interested in the information that I'm giving to you right now. <laughs> No, I'm just, I noticed that it said gluten-free, and I am baffled as to why anyone would care if their acid reduction pills have gluten in them. Well, I mean, I people, mean some folks are allergic. People are allergic, but also, like... Right, but why yeah. would you expect there to be gluten in them? Yeah, this Because is... how else would you be sure? <laughs> I mean, like, no, yeah. I, no, I'm serious, though. Serious answer. It doesn't say, it doesn't say anything about whether or not it was processed with peanuts. Right. The, 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 the rebuttal I would have to that is, like, I'm allergic to bananas. And it doesn't say banana free on it. So, like, am I to assume it's got bananas then? Like, like, yeah. are there other antacids that are known for having a bunch of gluten in them? 
hate that you've done this. Hey, hey Zach. Hey, what, yes. who's the, give us the fifth one. Okay. Please. So uh, the best part about me interrupting with nonsense is because I'm the host. That means it's technically on topic. Yeah, no, that's not what that, that is. That's not, not how, how that, that works. works. <laughs> so, Zach, uh, please. Yes. Uh, Ride. Rod, I'm sorry. The, the name is R-A-J-I-A. Rajia uh, Barudi. B-A-R-O-U-D-I plays um uh i'm sorry i forgot the name no, delphine the white alien power ranger uh and she shows up in a bunch of other stuff as a voice uh she played a character called jara okay okay hold on she shows up as a voice she appears as a voice nope that's also wrong she does work as a voice on a bunch of other stuff. There you go. She is a voice actor, is what yes, you're saying. Yes, she played a character called Jara, J-A-R-A, on Beetleborgs for 34 episodes. I don't know who that God, is. I forget how long Beetleborgs actually ran. I think that's the Russian, like, lady. Okay, there you go. Yeah, in Beetleborgs. Like, I always think of Beetleborgs as one of those, like, they filmed three episodes and never got picked up thing, but it ran for like two seasons. No, it went for a while. Yeah. I actually rewatched the first two episodes of Beetleborgs yesterday with Emily because she wasn't feeling well and felt like watching Beetleborgs. And, okay, uh, that's a weird, like, when I'm not feeling well, the last thing I want to watch is a, like... Listen, aside from Flabber, Beetleborgs is actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but if I'm not feeling well, I don't want to see Flabber. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, like... I would argue that Big Bad Beetleborgs is better than Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, oh, personally shit. speaking. Yeah, I know. Bold bold stance, but I'm taking it. So she's done a fair amount of voice work in, in little random things. Uh, she's the female monk in Diablo 3, which is kind of neat. Um, she is, let's see, uh, she plays additional voices in a ton of video games. Sorry. Um she is in Cap, Cap, uh, Wolfenstein, The New Order. She's in Disney Infinity, Marvel Superheroes. Hold on, Who's, who is who is she in Wolfenstein, The New Order? I said additional voices. She plays additional oh, voices okay. in lots Just, of stuff. Right, uh, gotcha. The coolest one is she plays Maleficent in all the Disney video games that have Maleficent in it. That's probably oh, the cool. neatest Wait, one. Wait, even Kingdom Hearts? Even Kingdom Hearts, yes. Holy so, shit! That's a pretty neat one. Th- my understanding is that's kind of how Disney works, is they keep Disney hires a person to do the voice, and then they never get rid of them. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, but yeah, like, but that's, whatever... that's so fucking cool because like one of my favorite voice lines in all of the original Kingdom Hearts is when you're fighting her in like her human phase, and she yells that shit about like meteors of heaven, unleash thy fury, and so just the way go. she delivers it that's is so this, fucking great. That's... And that's... So, Mike, go back, re-listen to that clip, but put a shitty like aquatic yeah, filter a over qu- it accretion filter on it so so yeah i mean actually no i i mean accretion filter aside like it, it, please don't eric uh, can you get that clip from kingdom hearts of her saying that <laughs> he, that might be if a you can't ask. find it i'll find yeah. it for you like i want i want to play that because that is that's super good and i can't believe that's her meteors of heaven unleash thy fury so yeah uh she's she's in stuff here and there she does voice work for uh, a bunch of video games mostly and then cartoons here and there so uh that's pretty neat i think that's cool she also um i guess does adr voices on movies so like if they need someone to adr like a background character she's been in almost all the x-men movies as an adr voice uh, let's see. The- oh, dang, it actually looks like, it actually, it lists a different voice actress in Kingdom Hearts 1. Oh, oh maybe, so not that for. one. Because yeah. she's listed here as, 
uh, on the all the like Disney Infinity stuff as Maleficent. I shall not be defeated so easily this time. I curse you now and forever. Shall we try this again? Yeah, well, yeah, it's weird because yeah, normally they have like a single a single person that they keep on retainer for pretty much whatever shit they license out. Maybe she'll be doing it for the future, like if they pull her back i don't know so yeah maybe they switched voice actresses for her Bummer, okay. sorry well, Erica, cancel that request for i the, didn't the mean to get then. your hopes up but yeah she's been yeah. in the x-men movies as an adr voice a uh, bunch of other stuff so yeah i think that's kind of a cool that's a weird job but i kind of dig it that's neat so there you go that is the five alien rangers there's not that much crazy but i figure we should give them their due were all of them but the one, like, had they been doing something at, at least television adjacent before this? Uh, everybody but Arago, Arico has had done prior acting work, yes. Because, yeah, I guess, I guess I'm just kind of interested in the what the hiring process was for stuff like this. Because it seems like sometimes with Power Rangers, it's, like, people who know somebody in the sh- who works on the show or people who do work on the show that they just grabbed well something to note much like with the way they cast the uh the kid uh stand-ins for the for the rangers uh the alien rangers never actually do martial arts unmorphed we never see that so right yeah it's probably it's probably like i don't want to say necessarily stunt people but you know suit actors specifically yeah so the thing is uh Usually for, like, a main cast member in Power Rangers, like, one of the stipulations is you gotta know martial arts, and then, like, if you can act, hey, so much the better, if not, and eh, we'll figure it out later. Um, but, like, get you better can get eventually. an actual... Yeah. Uh, but it kind of makes sense that they were able to get actual actors for the, uh, for the Alien Rangers, because, I mean, listen, weird mannerisms that they have them do aside, like, they do a good job. I mean, yeah, no, the... I doubt that any of the complaints I have are being brought by the actors. It's... I mean, it's mostly script yeah. and direction that's the problem. Anyway, yeah. uh, so do you guys want to actually talk about this episode? Sure. Yeah, we've wasted 24 minutes on bullshit. Let's go. I mean, hey, this isn't totally reprised. We don't have any, like, quotas to meet here. <laughs> um, But yeah, anyway, this is Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers, Season 1, Episode 6, What Are You Thinking? Which is, they made this pun, but the thing they're saying has nothing to do with the episode i i think i'm frustrated because i just looked at the episode list for alien rangers and it's the only one that's a water pun yeah you'd think i mean the others are kind of adjacent one of them has like fountain no jason hasn't been in this for years man jesus i'm just gonna move on uh so please just continue yeah no like it so not only not only did they not go to that well as often as you'd expect them to, but when they finally ah, well. did, yes, thank you, Zach. Um, <laughs> when they finally did, it's for an episode that doesn't really lend to the pun at all. Like it's just they just wanted the word water in this title. It has no, yeah. it means nothing. Yeah, I don't know what that is supposed to refer to. Wait, is this the episode where they telepathically communicate with an aquarium? Oh shit! You're right. <laughs> I mean, it still doesn't make fucking sense, but at least I can see where they 
jammed the word thinking into the title. I, I had to ask that question because I genuinely started to get the episodes mixed up. To be up. clear, they do actually talk to the fish in the aquarium. They don't telepathically communicate with the aquarium itself. I don't itself. know because <laughs> he looks at the aquarium and then wavy lines come out of his forehead into the water. That looks like telepathy to me. <laughs> You know, that's the thing is for all the fucking uh, Aquaman jokes we made about how like, oh, no, Aquaman doesn't talk to fish. He commands them like, no, the the Equation Rangers uh, have a conversation with some fishies. Right. I think we talked about that with with Emily about how like that the fact that that fish apparently can think and speak mix is like retroactively a big moral issue for all of humanity all of a sudden yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) but like oh actually it is super fucked up that people fish yeah and bulk and skull were wrong to do that they couldn't have known yeah but so we open up with the rangers the baby former rangers and billy walking through a field it's, you know, it's the desert near the command center, I think, right? Because it's just got, like, hedges and stuff. Yeah, Billy says this is the spot, and it's very unclear what they're doing until we, um, until we pan out and we see a big CGI hole. <laughs> well, what kind of hole is it? I think it's a time hole. Like, that's what it looks like anyway. <laughs> I really wasn't paying attention, so they may have told us, and I just don't know. But it looks like a time hall. They actually kind of don't. It's weird. They don't really do a lot of, like, preamble in this episode. It's just like, here's a time hall. Now get on in there. I don't even think they mention the Zeo crystal. Oh, yes, they do. Zach, why do you get... what? Where did that accent come from when you started talking about the time hall? What did I say? What did I say? What I mean, I, I assume Appalachia, but... Oh, did I say get on in there? Okay, well, you know. Yeah, a little bit. It's I don't know why like you'd I'm start like, south, getting all but... like a, an accent when you're talking about time holes. That seems weird. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that is strange. <laughs> um, um, so, you know, they do, they do mention, like, one of, I don't know, one of them. The kids ask, like, how will we find the crystal? I think yeah. Adam's like, yeah, Zordon put the crystals through a time hole. How are we supposed to even get to them? And, or, or. You know, we don't even know where when we're being sent to, much less where, and it's like... And the the thing is, they so each of the alien rangers and Billy have some, some conversation with the kids and give them, give them each, like, some words of encouragement. Why do the alien rangers know about this shit? They're like, oh yeah, you'll have to talk to, like, you'll have to commune with your ancestors to figure this shit out. Like, how the hell do you know? Did, 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 okay... Because when they did this, when when Zordon shoved the pieces through this time hole, it was literally just like, get that shit out of here so nobody can use it. He did not intentionally send them to go to the ranger's ancestors. So what the also, fuck are you talking about? Also, this all about? happened before <laughs> they even contacted the the Aquatar rangers. So, like, how the hell do they know any of this? Right. Like, the, And the, if Zordon briefed them, why didn't he just brief everybody? I, I guess the idea is that... If, for whatever reason, you throw the Zeo crystals into the time, space, whatever the fuck, uh, there is a failsafe to find them again, and it is the lineages of the people who th- threw them in the holes, question mark? Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, sure. This is just, this is covered in, like, year two of Ranger School, and, like, if the Power Rangers had actually been trained, taught properly instead of, like, just captured by Zordon. If there's anything I've learned about cursed uh, mystical artifacts outside of time and space... 
uh, it is that bloodlines do factor in very heavily. <laughs> well, well yeah. so here's what here was my thinking when I saw this. To me, there's two options. Either Zordon, uh, this is just an enormous coincidence, or Zordon totally lied about the fact that he was just like okay, putting them through there. Okay, it's definitely the second one, though. Right, and he intended them to get them all along, at which point, why not just give them the Zeo powers, like, in the first place, instead of um, doing all of Because Zordon this shit. is a dick. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, on the one hand, like, he... Uh, we're gonna find out in the beginning of Zeo that he had like a second command center built down below, so maybe he knew all this was coming. Well, he's building that. That's where he went the uh, other episode when he suddenly like popped up from the basement. Right. Although here's the thing, I am willing to 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 buy into a combination of both possibilities. <laughs> okay, it's a coincidence, and, and he's lying, and Zordon's lying. I like that. Sure. I mean, these the two things are not mutually exclusive if you think about it. But in any case, uh, each of the alien rangers give the kids, like, some sort of words of encouragement, and it's the most generic shit. Like, the strength lies within Catherine and stuff like that. Now, and, um, can I ask a question? Do they push them in? Because that's okay. what it looks like is happening. Some of them very clearly run and jump, but I, I, I noticed that the White Ranger very much looked like she pushed Tommy in. They're, they're doing like, they're doing like mystical hand shit toward them. Okay, because each Alien Ranger like raises their hands, but it sort of looks like they are badly pushing them into the hole. No, which, like, okay, so yeah. most of them, that's not true. Most of them very clearly jump. It's Tommy specifically where it looked, it looked like a push. Which makes sense because it's Tommy, but. Right. <laughs> Well, part of the problem too is he also he also looks really like hesitant before he jumps. Sure. Yeah. But uh, so the way they do this is like there's just kind of an actual hole in the ground where they're filming this. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. Like like a like a pit, kind of a shallow pit. A hopefully yeah. slash presumably a shallow pit. And uh, <laughs> they oh, those kids jumped like fifty. They had these like dark purple swirly cloud effects and kind of lightning bolts over right, it. Right, I said it looks like a time hole. What more do yeah. I need to know? Of course, it's a time hole. I mean, time holes can look a few different ways. I mean, the last time we saw them, they were pink and swirly. Mike, have you, Mike, have you ever even seen a time hole? I, I don't <laughs> recall you ever being on an episode where we talked about one. I mean, I've, I mean, I've seen them in in my life. Yeah, sure. You know, just around. I do wish that t- the effect was slightly worse so that you could just see the kid in the hole under the, <laughs> the effect. Sadly, it's not that bad, but yeah. I assume that's why they went with the dark purple, because yeah. like, it would better mask the, uh, the the kids lying motionless at the bottom of this pit. Actually, no, it does. The, the effect does clear, like, as, you're, as we're watching, the effect does clear, and it looks like it was a pretty shallow, like, drop-off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh the I the one thing I wanted to mention is that at, there's like a close up on Adam's face before he jumps in and he's like, "Hello." Uh, everyone else is just like, "Let's do this." And then Adam is like, uh, "I mean, no, Tommy, Tommy doesn't look like he wants to do it at all." Oh, I guess that's true. Yes. Yeah, but, none yeah. of them seem sure of themselves, but I will say like young Adam definitely got uh Johnny Bosch's uh mannerisms down. In terms of just looking super nervous all the time, yeah, like look looking like a chihuahua that's that's <laughs> that's like a little colder than it ought to be. Yeah, I mean chihuahuas are naturally like always look like they're too cold because they're they, not like, no they don't have much fur. Well, they get not much fur, and also their body size is so small that like they're constantly losing body heat. Right. And then Sestro- I will say I do want to I do want to just take one more moment to praise the um. 
the actress for young Aisha, which we should maybe do spotlights on the kids at some yeah, point. Yeah, we will. Because I, I, I actually found out just now while I was looking for the uh, Alien Ranger stuff that the kids actually, some of them have some more info. So, yeah, we'll, we'll do that next week. Because she delivers a couple lines in this scene that actually don't sound particularly forced. Like, she actually does a convincing job of acting, which I will, cannot say any of the other kids do. Yeah. Yeah, we should probably also look up what the Bulk and Skull kids, like, what their names are and how they're yes, doing also. Because sure. that's will. a little... But that's that's for next time. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a, that's an excuse for another episode that I don't have to do my fucking news segment. <laughs> yeah. Um, but to to the, the kid who plays Tommy's credit, because we've been kind of shitting on him a little bit, uh, most of the kids just kind of jump feast, feet first into the time hole. Tommy does a cannonball. Yes, I do like that. Yeah. Um... So then uh, Sestra runs out of water juice. And, like on cue, like yeah. instantly. It's always Sestro for some yeah, reason. None of the others I, seem to have a, have a problem. It's it, always him. It is kind of weird that it continues to be him. Uh, Do you think his, he's maybe faking it a little bit because he wants Billy's attention? Well, no. So he's the science guy. Doing science just drains your water faster. That's just a That's just a known fact. Scientists are always dehydrated, man. I actually have a theory on it, which is that you know how later in the episode they go into the Shogun Zords and it shows that each of the Shogun Zords is an element? Uh, Sestro's is water, so I think he has to use some of it to power his Zord, so he runs out faster. That's my theory. Man, he got screwed on the yeah, fucking power distribution. <laughs> so uh, we get a, a, a cut up to the moon of... Uh, uh, Rita and Zed being like, oh, uh, we should send down a monster while he's weak and then kill all the aliens, and that'll be great. Uh, and Rita's yeah, like... Yeah, they have very successfully just completely replaced their, like, slotted out the kill the Power Rangers from their routine and slotted in kill the alien rangers. Like, <laughs> it's just so It's easy. just straight up crossed out a word and replaced it with another word. <laughs> well, I know they just added a word. They didn't even cross out any. It's oh, just... yeah, I suppose. <laughs> so the, the, I love this because Rita goes, but what about their swords? A question they've never asked before, ever. They always have Zords. Why is this a problem well, they're, now? They're worried about the Battleborgs specifically because... Yeah, yes. the Battleborgs have been less effective than the extant Megazords. I don't know why the Battleborgs are their concern. And also, Zed goes, oh, don't worry. I'll put a shield around the planet that won't allow the Battleborgs to arrive when they call them. Why didn't you do, do that, that the when whole the aliens time? weren't on the planet? <laughs> you could just do that, I guess. Uh, and Rita's like, wow, that's so smart. And I'm more like, wow, why the fuck weren't you doing that already? <laughs> Um, Zed also mentions that he's not going to use Make a Monster. He's going to call his friend. Witchblade to come do it. Okay, so you can't see it, but I'm doing air quotes around friend. Yeah, it is interesting that uh, the two monsters Zed has summoned that are like already extant beings are both women that Rita appears to well, be jealous of. Well, that was the Barbarian of. Brothers. 
That's true. I forgot about listen, that. Listen, my listen. My theory is every single um, every single monster Zed has has like brought in to help is an ex. Sure, he was in a, a polyamorous relationship well, with the, two brothers at the same time. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Um, Zed probably yeah. dated his way through a few families. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, so at this point, we cut to Rocky, uh, who has come out of the time hole. Basically in the same place he was already in, which I guess doesn't necessarily, like, he went back in time. Maybe he didn't really go back in space very much. Sure. Yeah, he just, he fell, he fell out the hole, though, is the thing. Right. It's just, it's just, this is the very clearly the same setting is what I'm getting at. Yes. Like, they did not go to a different location to film this. Yeah, they, yeah. they only have so many, like, vague deserts with lots of brush to They're film in. California, in. there's a million vague deserts. They just don't Yeah, but they didn't around. want to go to too many places. Yeah. <laughs> and listen, uh, spoiler alert, the Australian Outback is going to look a lot like this in a bit. <laughs> yeah, weird. Huh, uh, but... Oh, and the African Savannah. How could I have forgotten that? That, yeah. too. God. Uh... I'm so concerned about the next couple episodes. But anyway, uh, speaking... In fact, now that I think about it, I think the only one that doesn't look like this is Ancient Korea. So, you know, look forward to that one. So Rocky runs into a um, a, a young boy wearing a poncho and, like, a neck neckerchief leading sure. a goat by a, by a rope. It's... The most is that a goat? Yeah, it's a goat. No, okay. no, no. Uh, sorry, it's a burrow. It's a donkey. It's oh, a burrow. No, that, no, that's a goat. It's a goat. Is, wait, is it really? Yeah, it's a Burrows goat. Burrows don't have horns, Zach. I. Oh my God, you're right. I thought it was a donkey. Well, that's so, slightly okay, less goat stereotypical. Or, goat or donkey, whatever it is, <laughs> I, we'll settle this eventually. Um, I mean, listen, Zach. Very easy way to tell if something's a donkey or not. Is there an ogre next to it? Yeah, that's how you tell. You caught me there. My bad. Sorry. Well, they're also not in a swamp, so, like, odds are very, very low. Uh, In my defense, I assumed it was a donkey because that's the most stereotypical way it could have gone. Uh, And I just assumed that's yeah. what was happening because... This, this Zach, kid is dressed not, the most Zach, like... I'm going to be honest with you, that's not great. That's not a good <laughs> no, excuse. No, 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 it's not. It's it's not good in my... Yes, that's true. Um. But yeah, this this kid is dressed like the most stereotypical he could be, short of the sombrero. So that's what I was that's what I was getting at. Is this was very clearly somebody watched a couple old like westerns and just was like, okay, what are the, you know, what are the Mexican people in that look like? Okay, yeah. do that. Like it it really feels like they watched a couple like Clint Eastwood movies, which weren't even shot in. Mexico, most of them. They were mostly filmed in Italy. Uh, and then was just like, well, so all Mexican people wear that, right? Here we go. So, yeah. A little bit. Um, but in, anyway, so even setting that aside, this this whole exchange is very bizarre. Because Rocky walks up to the kid with the goat is like, hey, um, so this is weird. I'm looking for a crystal. And the kid is like, yeah, oh, well, there there's a crystal. But it's in a volcano. Yeah, it's that dumb, well, there's only one crystal I know about. Like, oh, it can't possibly be the same. Like, you're looking for a crystal? Oh, it's probably not the one I know. It's probably some other crystal. So I'll tell you about this, but I don't think it's going to help. 
Well, I mean, the reason he thinks it's not going to help is because it's in a fucking active volcano. Yeah. So, so two things. First of all, to mention the the kid does start to speak Spanish, and then Rocky's like, "I don't speak Spanish," and then he says, "Well, I speak a little English in perfect English." Yeah, yeah. He doesn't seem to be too held back by this. <laughs> um, he gives a lot of exposition. <laughs> I also will say, so he the basically the idea is there's this volcano that has a crystal in it. And I was just curious because I don't know where there are volcanoes in uh, um, in Central America, uh, Central slash South America. And I looked it up and there are a bunch, but they're basically all in Chile. So there you go. Whoops. I don't think this is Chile. <laughs> yeah. No, I no. don't think so either. <laughs> is it Chile? Is it Chile? Yeah, I don't know how I'm to pretty sure it's it. Chile. I, I apologize. Yeah. Um, I, I yeah, honestly, yeah, Chili I is the cat. Yeah, that's. I was gonna say that's honestly the problem for me. Uh, um, but anyway, so I, I do want to say this. So most of the other quests we're gonna see for the other kids have to do with like learning about yourself, discovering the truth inside. You know, search your feelings or whatever the fuck. Rocky's, Rocky's is, is the one that Rocky's is the one that's the most straight up just an adventurer. He's okay. gonna go steal a crystal from the inside of a volcano. Okay, but real, this is Rocky we're talking about. That is, that's the most depth that he has to reach into. That's and true. Find. If he is a quester, he has to like learn something. Humanity is doomed. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> but so um, we snap back to the future. Kind of, it's still it's still rewound Earth, but it's more forward time than actually. Here's the thing: if if Earth is rewound, how what is does that affect the past? I don't fucking know. Uh, yeah, I, I would imagine everything just got sh- time shifted by like five years or whatever. Real, hey, real quick self-correction. There are also a bunch in other uh, countries in Central America, but not in Mexico. It's Belize, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, and Panama. Wow, that's a lot more than you said the first time. I did it bad. I did a bad job. But so, yeah. and, and also, I don't know that this ever, does this ever actually say he's in Mexico? No, but I, I it's very heavily like, implied. That's what they're going for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's bad no matter what. But yeah, it's bad either way. Uh, so Rocky just yes, everyone else has to face their fears or learn something about their heritage. Rocky just has to climb down a volcano. <laughs> Which, to be fair, is still a huge ask of an eleven-year-old. Yeah, also tough. Um, but yeah, anyway, we're back in the main timeline, and that's what I'm going to call it. Because it's not the present, because they made this as fucking complicated as possible. In a fucking, in a universal perspective, it's the present, but <laughs> Earth has been, Earth has been set back a little bit, like a clock that's running slow. Uh-huh. But he's like, okay, Sestro's like fucking dying or whatever, so we need pure water. And Zordon's like, well, it's the past, so we don't have any way of knowing where that would be. And I'm like, go to the fucking grocery store and buy some desalinated water. Also, last episode, they needed special accretion water. Why can they now use... Hey, here's another question about this fucking stupid time thing. So, because he only reversed Earth... Does that mean that the Equation Rangers are still at their normal time? Yes. The, okay. As far as I can tell, what's going on here is it wasn't necessarily time travel specifically. It's more of a, like, magic that locally de-ages. Because we saw last week with the with Bulk being turned into a monster, he turned back into adult Bulk before turning back into the kid, which means I there's hate- some sort of, like... 
some sort of like conditional spell around them that's causing this. I've seen it's like some sort of massive, massive earthwide illusion. I've seen so much time travel fiction. I've never seen one that makes me this angry. It's so because fucking it's not stupid. time travel fiction. It's fucking bullshit nonsense. They didn't even think about when they wrote. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So yeah, uh, they're like yeah. So I so he, seriously Billy makes- buy a fucking kiddie pool. Go buy some fucking water from wherever science shops Billy's goes to because I know for a fact they have plenty of pure water because I've done chemistry labs. You can buy it in jugs. Uh, Billy makes the biggest fucking logic leap they've ever made on the show, which is uh, he says or, or, or they say we don't know where to find a clean water source. Uh, and Billy says well, uh, oh no, Alpha says we don't know who to ask to know where a clean water source is. Yeah, and then Billy goes fucking what if it's not who, but what? Okay, I actually paused the episode here, and I'm like, okay, you're going to need to explain that. Then I unpaused, and his explanation did not help. No, he says, well, why don't we take you all to the to the Angel Grove Aquarium, and you can talk to some fish, and they can tell you where some clean water is when the fish live in the fucking aquarium. They don't know, that, or there is clean water in the aquarium and you could just use that water and I'm so angry. <laughs> so here's what this show accidentally implies. The Equation Rangers have telepathic powers because that is an inherent ability of all sea life. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. So these fish live in the aquarium. The fish in the aquarium know where the clean water is because they can communicate with the wild fish that live there. Yeah, exactly. The, the Equations just can't t- communicate telepathically because they're on, like, a different channel because these fish are on Earth's, Earth's frequency. It makes me so angry. It's so fucking stupid. They also, she so- says we are fluent <laughs> in most aquatic languages, which implies that fish is across the entire universe speak the same fish language, which I makes mean, no fucking sense. I mean, humans across the entire universe they <laughs> speak the same human language in this show. Uh... Yeah, that's also true. English, surprisingly enough, yeah, even though not all humans on Earth speak that. Uh, God. I mean, it kind of makes sense. Like, if all the fish, if all the fish on Earth are speaking to each other, like, there's probably multiple dialects, right? You know, like. No, that's not the, my problem. My problem is that that they should know like the fish languages of Aquatar, but apparently that's the same as the fish language of Earth. Okay. Sure. Well, that's where brain magic comes in. Yeah. So um, we cut to detention, and we know this because there's a big sign that says detention on the chalkboard. It's not even written on the chalkboard. They made <laughs> yeah. a sign that says detention to put up during detention. I had detention once, and I'm pretty sure they just write it on the board. Oh no, yeah, I've I've had plenty of detention, and they never even wrote anything. Like I didn't, they didn't need to. I knew why I was there. So here's a question. Is this random lady at the front of the classroom for detention supposed to be a young Miss Appleby? No, we've seen a young Miss Appleby. We have? The last time this fucking thing happened, Miss Appleby was teaching, and she was younger. She had longer hair. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. We did, and she looked different. Um... Also, Mike, I'm gonna, s- I'm gonna say no the same because... They put the actress in a wig. Yeah. yeah. Let's I'm, be real. I'm gonna say no because we... S- 
we saw Mr. Wilton last episode, and he looked exactly the same. So that would make this weird. This is just a teacher we've never seen before. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we see Balkan Skull, and they apparently are huge fans of the Alien Rangers, which is fine. I, yeah, they were huge fans of the Power Rangers, and the Power Rangers first showed up too. Like, yeah, it makes sense. It's just that they've seen the Alien Rangers before, and that was not like said. So now they are, but whatever, it's fine. It doesn't matter. They have big buttons that say "I love aliens," which is pretty good. <laughs> so, who's ready to have some fictional properties confirmed as existing fictional properties in the Power Rangers universe? Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Also, holy shit, Skull is such a fucking dork. I love well, we knew Kid that. Skull. Kid Skull gets uh, Jason Narvi's like, mannerisms down so well. He's oh, doing yeah. the thing where he like is staring off into space, and then he like half turns his head to talk to Bulk, just like Jason Narvi does. He really does a good job. Yeah. Even his delivery of these lines is very, like, it reads perfectly as Skull. Like, you could easily tell this is supposed to be Skull. Right. Yeah, and the stuff he asks is also really good, like, skull stuff. It's like, do you think the Alien Rangers could beat Darth Vader? This is weird because they have done such a good job of not ever doing this. Yeah, they never really reference other properties on yeah, this show. Yeah, like, it, it's Probably really... because it costs money to do so. Yeah, but I never remember anybody, like... I don't know. No, there are references in like the monster voices, but nobody ever says like, "Oh, like the Terminator," or yeah, like in RoboCop. Like nobody that doesn't happen on this show. Yeah, Ernie made that Batman reference early in season one, but that was when like Fox Kids also had Batman at the time. Right? Right. Yeah, it could have been synergy. You know, whatever. But like this, this, this in this scene, either this scene or the the one in a bit with Balkan Skull. Like, they, they mentioned Star Wars, they mentioned Star Trek. Yeah. Which, holy shit, Kid Bulk watched the fucking 60s Star Trek show. That is, like, primo nerd shit. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Um, oh, fuck, yeah, was was Next Generation on the air at this no, point? he specifically mentions Captain Kirk later. Yeah. Fuck me. Although, I suppose maybe, I suppose maybe he's a fan of the movies. Maybe he hasn't seen the show. I don't know. Yeah. Because the movies would have been would have been a thing around this time. I like that. So so he asks a couple more questions. Like, do you think the Alien Rangers could be blah blah blah? And Bulk eventually is like, "Those aren't real. The Alien Rangers are, duh." Uh, which I like. And then, which I don't, because now we can't <laughs> pretend like those might actually literally exist within this universe. That's, that's true. Oh no, we totally can though. Yeah, we can. Oh, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess Bulk might just not know, might just think they're fictional, but like, it's not as the the fun thing about the Ernie thing back in season one is the way he said it made it sound like Batman was an actual person. Well, they and don't not... say Batman. Batman can still be real. No, I know, but I'm saying they're not doing this here. They're not giving us that fun wiggle room. Mm. Fair enough. So at this point, um... could Batman beat Darth Vader? Um, depends. Does Darth Vader have time to prepare? (laughs) God damn it. So, uh, the the lady, the the teacher is like, what are you guys talking about? And are you talking, it better be something that's related to your science project. And Skull's like, no, we're talking about the alien rangers. And she goes, listen, we all love the alien rangers. (laughs) Which I get it. Which is true. Like, you would. 
they're your superheroes. But it's just very funny to hear the teachers say, like, yes, we all love the Alien Rangers. Okay, relax. We all get uh, it. <laughs> this kid this kid is also uh the bulk's kid actor is also a pretty convincing bulk because he does that bulk thing of like trying to think on his feet of right uh, oh no we're i mean it is related to our science projects we're thinking about doing our science project on uh fish yeah yeah and then, and then skull's just like what are i like you it's talking? <laughs> i like that it's just a well-known thing among the public that the uh Quetian rangers are fish I mean, yeah. like, they're not know subtle that. about it. Yes. They're not subtle, no, but like, I do like that that's just common knowledge. Well, I mean, also, how many interviews do you think they've done with local news? Uh, Probably a couple. Like, at the very least, they had to answer some fucking questions at that like medal ceremony. Right. So, uh... BT dubs, we are fish. <laughs> so, we go to the, uh... We cut to... Goldar and uh, Rito, who are still under you the command. You almost center. called the bulk and skull. I've done it so many times on this show. Uh, well, Wait, no, I mean, I... you've done it with Squad and Babu. I think this is the first time it's happened with Goldar and well, Rito. Goldar and Rito have become. Well, Malk I mean, skull, they, almost, they almost are bulk and skull. Yeah, like um, Goldar's bulky and Rito's a skull. Yeah, well, he's yes, many skulls. Accurate. Uh, so. Oh, by the way, uh, some people put on our Facebook group. I'm sorry, I don't have your names, but thank you so much for making that gif of Goldar in the boat. Whoever did that, thank you so much. Check out our Facebook group; it's the best. Uh, so, they're fortunately they have pre-established. Rito is so fucking stupid. He needs things that literally just happened explained to him, which gives them the perfect uh, excuse to exposit <laughs> on what happened last time. Yeah, this is a 30 second scene that is basically like they're still under the command center. They're still lost. It's and basically, then, hey, here's 30 seconds to recap you what we set up last time. Okay, that's all we're going to spend on this subplot. Right. Yeah, because it's not going to pay off for weeks. Uh, I love the the scene with them at the end of the episode, though. Yeah, no, so. there, actually, there is a second scene that's fun, <laughs> yeah. but, but we'll get but there. But in this one, nothing happens other than that they decide to split up. Which, boy, if you're lost in a literal, actual labyrinth, not a good call. <laughs> like, On the flip side, if you're if you're lost somewhere with Rito, distancing yourself from Rito is probably <laughs> going to get you further than sticking with him. Fair in fairness, I don't think this is a labyrinth. I think it's just a basement, and these two are just that dumb. <laughs> yes, so accurate. There's like signs, and they just completely ignore. There them. is a sign later. <laughs> is there? Re- oh, that's right. There is. I forgot. Yeah, they're they're real stupid. Uh, we cut to um, the 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 alien rangers and Billy. And so the sign outside the marine aquarium is well, it's it's marine aquarium. Which makes me wonder what other sorts so, of aquariums. Here's what I love. So they've got a big marine aquarium sign and then a very obviously added after the fact of Angel Grove because they didn't like make a set for this. They borrowed an actual marine aquarium. I think marine actually specifically refers to seas. No, it does. Like a marine aquarium is absolutely a thing. It's so like I just think re- it's that would be a saltwater aquarium. Yeah, basically? no, this is a legit. Okay. This is a legit place they went to. They just why is everything this- I think is a stupid concept an actual thing? <laughs> Second, well, why does this keep happening? <laughs> so my point is, it's fucking obvious that they're using a location shot because they just stuck up a like sign they made themselves to make it look like it's in universe. This has have Angel Grove, Mike. I love you. I'm sorry. I was just teasing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. 
I'm just going to climb back into my trash can no, now. No, don't, don't go in the trash can. Uh, so we cut to inside, and there's a teacher giving a little, like, she's like, this is the kelp forest. Okay, now just wander around, children. Have a good time. <laughs> I mean, um, there's probably not much to say about the kelp forest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, listen, not dissing anybody who's into, like, underwater plant life, but also, like, there's probably not much to explain about what a kelp forest is. I mean, it would be a very good opportunity to talk a bit about ocean ecosystems and how we disrupt them and threaten all life on Earth. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, so we cut to... Um, or sorry, we don't. We cut. pan the, the, to yeah. The alien rangers walk in. Sestro starts talking to the fish. No, no, no. He starts beaming <laughs> a purple glow, like spirally effect into the aquarium. Yes, he doesn't he, actually ever speak at all. He's doing this weird like hand motion where like his middle finger is half bent. Yeah, and his like the. The back bit of his, like, I don't know, see-through skull, brain matter, whatever, glows purple as well. Like, this is telepathy, Zach. Yes, I know. You're right. I used the wrong phrase. Um, He explicitly says, very intelligent creatures, just to hammer home, like, yes, we are eating sapient beings. Which, no, we <laughs> have we have intimate knowledge of fish biology. They're basically, uh, like, barely functional nervous system. Yeah, they're dumb they're as They're not hell. capable of feeling pain. It's why a lot of people are pescatarians. Anyway, continue. I just I just noticed uh something about the the bullshit like headdress things that the alien rangers have on. Mm-hmm. The flesh-colored bits they actually tried to make them match the skin color of the actor. Wait, did they? Oh god. Yeah, I only just noticed it in this scene because they're up against like the bright blues of the aquarium, so you actually get a good look they at look at it like shouldn't have Cestrus done that. is way darker than the others. They probably should have just left it, honestly. Well, like I mean, if it's supposed to be their skin, it would actually make more sense for it to match. Yeah, I I mean, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's like if you I mean, like okay, if he had a prosthetic hand, would you want it to not match, Zach? Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's like just, if it wasn't it, supposed to just, be visibly prosthetic. I, I'm kind of surprised they went to that extra level of detail to do that. The problem is they didn't listen, do I'm a glad good they job because we didn't notice before now. Well, no, I think <laughs> that means they did do a good job. Otherwise, it would have stood yeah. out a lot more. Okay, fair enough. I, I Yeah, all right, fine. You got me. Um, they they ask if there is a uh, – uh, or Billy says, like, were they able to tell you about a water source? And he's like, yes, there's an extremely pure source of water that runs through the forest outside of Angel Grove. Great. Awesome information. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> just, yeah, in so, the yeah, woods. So, yeah, so Sestra's going to go to a stream. In the woods. Apparently. <laughs> in the woods. Yeah. Awesome. Good. Oh, God. Has anyone warned them about the infinite park? He could get lost right. for days. Yeah. So, Sestra's going to go off by himself, which is great. Yeah, I don't know why the other... Aquitian Rangers aren't going with him because, like, if there's a pure water source, like, they could probably like, use it. Yeah, like, it why wouldn't they all top off? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Bulk and Skull walk in, and they're their, like, their T-shirts also say "I heart aliens." Like, they're very um, loudly. I mean, of course, like, this. we we all love the Alien Rangers. Is the thing right? They don't need to advertise it. It's an implicit, assumed fact about anyone in Angel Grove. And in real life, everyone <laughs> loves the Alien Rangers. Yep. 
Yeah, everyone does. So the there's a good exchange that I actually like where Bulk and Skull say like, "We love you guys. You almost got us expelled." And then one of the alien <laughs> rangers, one of the alien rangers goes, "We are glad to help, strange child." <laughs> Which is very good. I like that. Yeah, a lot. and they start asking the the alien rangers like weird questions, like "Have you met Captain Kirk? Can we ride in your UFO? You know, stuff like that." They don't have a UFO, Billy. Well, yeah, no, that's the thing. They're they're making all these like bulk chastises Skull for like just asking made up bullshit, and then asks his own made up bullshit. It's right. classic BNS. Yeah. Billy asks. Or Billy then says, guys, the alien rangers are a little busy. Now, hold on. Billy is just openly hanging out with the alien rangers all the time. No one ever asks. I have so many fucking questions about Billy in this well, miniseries. Yeah. And here's the thing. Like, like <laughs> people have noticed that he's around them because, like, Bulk says, hey, it's the old guy from the water park. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows who he is. because Billy he's- was a ch- child. He got artificially aged, so no one knows who he is in this time period, because, like, even his parents wouldn't recognize him. And now he's just hanging out with the alien rangers. So, like, theoretically, if people know this much about the alien rangers to where they know they're fish, I feel like people would be like, yeah, the alien rangers and that guy who hangs out with the alien rangers all the time. So when they go back to the future, like, won't people... I don't fuck. It's so... Stupid. Okay, Zach, you cannot specu- speculate about when this whole like time reversal spell thing stops. You can't uh, speculate about it. It just we'll, we'll talk about it when we get there, but like it's nonsense. So it's killing me. We, yeah, we'll talk about it when we get it's there. But also, I can just tell you now that no one remembers anything. Of that course, happens. they don't. <laughs> so like, yeah. So like, that's my point. Like, speculating about this is all pointless. So yeah. Anyway, Cestro. But yeah, but Cestro. Anyway, but Tuzak's point though, it is hilarious that no only... one's just like, okay, I guess no one's trying to find out more information about Billy. Like yeah. no one in the news is like, who's that? Who's that weird guy who's yeah. like just always hanging out with them aliens? Lexi, sorry, go ahead. Is he an alien? I mean, I was trying to just move us along. Cestro tell uh, morphs, which is apparently how he has to teleport. If like. If morphing is draining more of his energy, why the hell wouldn't he just have, like, Alpha teleport him to the fucking location or something? Yeah. Well, it's because we got to get to the Cocker Ranger footage. Right, yeah, of course. So, so he morphs into Sentai footage, as you do. Well, he's not Sentai footage yet. Well, oh, yeah, good point. Because yeah, this for first some bit is reason, American. even though the fish gave him a fairly specific instructions of it's a stream in the forest, he teleports into a fucking, like, desert Seen right. as like, oh, this is the quarry. Um, I guess the forest must be that way. I'm gonna have to run there, even though like time is of the essence, and I have the coordinates. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But then he gets he gets ambushed by the Witchblade, uh, which is not the indie comic of the same name, or the TV, or the anime the of the show. same name, or the TV show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but it is like this claw comes out and hits him in the back and knocks him into the Sentai footage. <laughs> he falls down the biggest hill. He goes down rocks for so long. It takes forever. And then the, the Witchblade... So first of all, it's just talking like the witch from Le- Wizard of Oz. Yeah, which, so yeah, fine. that's... I No, so no, that we need to talk about this fucking thing because Rita is very, like, clearly a Wicked Witch analog. Yes. She had a flying monkey. Um, Like, she fucking rode on that goddamn bicycle. Yes. The penny farthing, yeah. 
This one is so much more explicitly the Wicked Witch, though. Yeah, this, yeah, no, this one's just straight up making Wizard of Oz references, which is why I'm 100% convinced this is Lord Zed's ex. And the reason why the <laughs> love potion wasn't necessary to get him to fall in love with Rita is because he's got a thing for this sort of woman. Zed's type. It's like it's, instead of, like, goth ladies, he loves witches. He loves love Wicked them. Witches, specifically. <laughs> Witchy woman, when the movie see how high she flies. When the movie Wizard of Oz came out, Zed was like just transfixed. He was like, "Oh my god, they finally done it!" <laughs> so this this witch also it doesn't look like a witch at all. Like, I mean, it's got a pointy head that kind of looks like a witch's hat. That's the that's the I guess. Where they went with yeah. it. I actually don't really understand what it's supposed to look like. It's real weird looking. Like the witch hat, it does sort of out of a witch hat. I'll I'll take a look and see if I can figure out anything about the Kaku Ranger equivalent of this. It's a shame our Kaku Ranger correspondent couldn't make it today. It's got a big crab claw. That's the one like Right, you know, like witches have. Yeah, like witches. Yeah, that is a thing witches do. So basically Sestro gets into like a dramatic uh duel at sunset with this thing. Like that's like that's clearly what the 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 Sentai was, but in this they play it off of like, oh the sun is so strong, Sestra's getting so thirsty, y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they keep so cutting to the sun. Yeah. Oh the the Cock Ranger episode that they took this from is called the Demon Sword and Underwear. <laughs> okay. Sure. Good. Great. That's, that uh, and the fun. only synopsis Fantastic. is a, a yokai target Saitsu due to the actions of his ancestor, leading to Ninja Blue uh, having to rely on an amateur photographer to help him defeat her. Perfect sense. I don't know what that amateur photographer has to do with underwear. I don't think I want to. <laughs> so they fight for a little bit, right? And then uh, we cut to uh, Rocky. We cut back to the double past. The double past. The super past, yeah. Yeah. Technically, all our, um, pretty much all our cuts are rocky because it's either a quarry or the moon. <sighs> uh-huh. Yep. So. Yeah, but this is Kid Rocky. The, yeah, it's Kid Rocky. And Thank you. I didn't feel like doing it this time. God, I can't wait until he's a senator. <laughs> the, uh, and the, the kid he met gives him... <laughs> <laughs> the shittiest rope I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, like, this rope does not look like it could support a kid's weight. <laughs> He's like, G- go down into that volcano. Also, my dad said it might blow up. Also, here's just some garbage rope that I found. Like, Also, yeah. by volcano, we mean it's just a, uh, like, maybe 20 foot tall rock, like, pile that we lit some smoke bombs behind yeah totally like there's just yeah. a small little stream of smoke coming smoke coming up over this like just tiny mound yes also in in fairness to this to this kid when he showed up he just had a goat on a leash and nothing else they probably did just find this rope somewhere yeah that's that is true this this rope materialized between scenes this this rope was left behind by the last person who tried to get the crystal <laughs> They actually had to take it out of a charred, like, skeletal hand. Yeah, yeah. Then we cut so, to my... They, they went fishing with Pablo. Then we cut to popcorn! We cut to my favorite insert shot of all time. It's a <laughs> lit- I counted, it's a 10-second scene 
where Goldar just has a bucket of popcorn. Where the fuck he got that? It's anybody's guess. And he just says to the camera, I'm going to make a trail with this popcorn so I don't get lost. (laughs) And then you see Goldar throwing popcorn on the ground while he kind of laughs to himself and walks backwards. And that's it. Why is he walking backwards? Why does he need to walk backwards to throw popcorn down? Don't know, but it's fucking hysterical. So so he doesn't step on the popcorn, I guess? Which is like the fifth or sixth most important question to ask about this scene. But this is where we're at. Yeah, it's amazing. So so we cut to the aquarium. Bulk and Skull are still asking the Equation Rangers, like, dumb questions. Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is there a concession stand under the fucking <laughs> under the <laughs> command center? Like a, a manned concession no, stand. No, there's just someone who just sees Goldar is like, oh my god, a customer, please buy this popcorn. That's that's what Alpha Two is doing. Yeah. That's what he's been up to. Alpha Two, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, Mike. Important question: Is Alpha Two a popcorn machine? Yeah. Yes. With a little hat. It's just yeah. It's, <laughs> Like, he barfed up some popcorn for Goldar. Yeah, that's all it is. I'm yeah. sorry, Mike. I didn't oh, I'm to... so glad a customer. I hope you're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but ex- except it's just that popping sound. Yes, yeah, of course. <laughs> Mike, I'm sorry. Uh, I just, it's so stupid. <laughs> I think it's just good to know that in this universe, I think popcorn is just naturally occurring <laughs> yeah, based on everything that's happened. It's really everywhere. Like, it's crazy how abundant popcorn is. But, yeah. Uh, oh man. Uh, but Wait, so, yeah, hold so on, we cut hold to on, the- hold on. Is this where Ernie was stationed before he got the Jim and Deuce bar? <laughs> yeah, he was, uh, yeah, he got promoted out from under the command center, yes. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, sorry, Mike, go ahead. So, yeah, so, <laughs> so we cut to the aquarium, Bulk and Skull asking the Equation Rangers some dumb questions, and I love that the Equation Rangers, who are usually very deadpan and, and, and very, like, non-emotional, are very visibly just so tired of Bulk and Skull's bullshit. No, no, they're just constantly on, rolling their eyes, going... They're only deadpan and shit when they're not morphed. Yeah, but they're not morphed now. Right, but what I'm saying is, like, they're clearly capable of more than that. But still, the point is they're very visibly annoyed by Bulk and Skull, and Bulk and Skull keep going. Yeah, they're they're very much that that archetype of kid who just like continuously asks questions and doesn't even really wait for answers. Like they just want to hear themselves talk. Yeah, yeah. So Billy sort of indirectly tells uh he gets a call from Zordon and then he sort of indirectly tells the Alien Rangers what's going on. He's like, "Hey, guys, I'm sorry. The Alien Rangers have to go. Their uh friend needs help." And Picking up on it immediately, uh, Delphi's like, "Oh, well, okay, well, all right, let's go. Uh, it's morphin time." Yeah, and I bet she's and like, they- "I bet she's like, oh god damn it, where was the safety call like ten minutes ago, Zordon?" <laughs> so yeah, they morph, and we cut to the. We get a quick shot of Bulk and Skull going, "No, don't go, beam us up!" Right, and yep. then um, then we cut to the um, some Sentai footage, which was clearly the reason why we got such a weirdly specific description of. Like where this pure water was, because uh, Sestro is now running through a stream in the forest, saying he needs to find pure water, even though the show just established this is the pure water. Yeah, and clearly in the show, it's supposed to be a shot of the Blue Ranger doing a cool thing where he ninja runs so fast he's going across the surface of the water. 
but they don't really bother with that. Yeah, no, I mean he's he's regular- he's a magic fish man, so it's like we already know he can do shit like that. It's not I don't know. Yeah. Plus we've already gotten to see all the all the cool ninja tricks in the last season of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. And uh speaking of we've already seen everything cool there is to see and we're just spinning our wheels, uh we cut to the moon. And we just like uh, the Witchblade hasn't killed him fast enough yeah, yet. Yeah, so the, so to be fair, the what the Witchblade was doing was throwing fireballs at the water, which doesn't seem like the most effective way to take someone out. Yeah, saying, uh, so they make it big, and then they try to summon their Battleborgs, which they cannot because of the magical force field that Zed set up at the beginning of the episode. Now, I have to point this out. Is this it, is an the, extremely yeah, it's an extremely choice bit of audio and it's Eric really please put this funny. bit in. Yeah, it's, because basically the they start to summon the Battleborgs and they start to do like the battle music of like okay, here comes the Zord fight <laughs> and like with each attempt the music starts up and then like deflates when it fails to summon the Zord. <laughs> it's really funny. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it's really <laughs> it's, Honestly, one of the funniest things that's happened on this show in a long time. <laughs> it's time to call for reinforcements. Right. Battleborgs of Agmatar, deploy now. They're not responding. I do not understand. Battleborgs, deploy now. Oh, is something wrong with your tin men? <laughs> but anyway, so then they're like, oh, shit, we can't call our Battleborgs. Oh, well, let's just call the Zords we've already got here that have honestly done more than the Battleborgs have it's anyway. So- the whole setup, like, they're like, well, we'll, we'll prevent them from summoning the Battleborgs. My brilliant plan. <laughs> and then they just go, okay, that's fine. We'll just use they're the other ones. They're straight up not, like, <laughs> yeah, we can't. off by this at all. They go from three seconds of, oh, huh, that didn't work. I guess Zed is blocking it. Oh, well, let's just use these other Zords instead. Like, there's no tension. There's no even moment of, oh, God, what are we going to do? Yeah, the whole the whole force field thing is just was just a quick way for the show to explain the fact that they're using the Shogun Zords in this fight. But why bother? Just do it. Like, why would you explain it? Just have them use the Shogun Zords. Yeah, like, on the one hand, yes, they did go through all the trouble of, like, setting up, oh, they've got these awesome battle bugs that they're going to use. On the other hand, the show doesn't give a shit about its own continuity, and they can just ignore whatever they want whenever they want. It's really funny. And then also after this, there is a thrown offline where Alpha's like, oh, by the way, I got rid of that force field for you. So next time it's fine. <laughs> yeah. But um we do get to see something that we only I'm pretty sure we only see in Power Rangers once. And it's a bummer cuz it's a cool it's a it's a cool looking uh, sequence. I like it. Yeah, it's it's the shots of the of the Cock Rangers actually getting into the Shogun Zords and it's like they float up and like merge into the robot's it chest. It is better effects and wire work than we have ever seen on the show from the American stuff. Yeah, it looks neat. And also, uh, this is where I was talking about earlier, where, like, as they rise up, like, the red one has a fire effect, and the black one has an earth effect, and um, yellow is, like, wind? I'm not sure. So they all call out, I think they all call out, actually, a a thing when they're actually summoning them, don't they? Well, they just say power up, though. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. uh, blue is water and white is like light, I think. And then, yeah, they they all merge into the Shogun Megazord immediately. And uh, then they use their super move immediately. Yeah, yeah. They just like immediately <laughs> yeah. finishing move this monster. It's obs- <laughs> this this monster did 
basically nothing. It's, I love that they have this plan, and I just love that the, the Alien Ranger is like, that didn't work. Oh, well. <laughs> so we've talked about how with the Finster monster is like, they're like, I don't know, clones or like almost like golems in a way of where it's just like, okay, we just created this thing. We gave it sentience. We gave it like, you know, knowledge based on its template or whatever. And when it dies, it dies, whatever. We'll make another Did one. Did I mention the book that I got? The, yes. Uh, okay. Where they say basically those are his monsters are based on actual alien creatures, but they're right. fake versions. Right, but okay. yeah, but yeah, it's like yeah. the whole point is they have a machine where they're pumping these things out. Right. And so like they're, it's not that they're not real, but like they were, they were, con- they're constructs and yeah. they haven't really had a life. And when they die, it's not like they're like, yeah, it's, it's that Finster's creations are just kind of automatons so it's like whatever but like these are zed's friends he's sending to the slaughter yeah yeah so like in this case when this thing blows up like is is zed's ex-girlfriend just dead now yep she's dead as hell yeah she's just dead yeah <laughs> and, and actually speaking of which so we cut to the moon and zed's like listen rita i know what you're thinking so don't say it and she's like what well, don't say what that your friends all fucking suck yeah. and they're dead now <laughs> It's uh, really funny. Rita, like I she, love- she also, she also um, was complaining about Witchblade earlier, like b- before they made it grow. She's like, "Damn it, he was supposed to. She was supposed to keep the Alien Ranger out of water, not like throw him into it. This is the exact fucking opposite of what they were supposed to do." It's very which was, good, you know. Also, my objection to the scene. So, uh, so then we cut to Goldar, who has run into a dead end. He's like, "Well." I'll have to turn Time to back. double back. And, and of course, the, the only thing that could have happened, the only punchline <laughs> that could possibly have come from this setup, Rito has been following Goldar and eating all the popcorn. They stuck pieces of popcorn in the Rito fucking mask. mask. Yeah, it's really good. It's so funny. and like Although because- it does really highlight the fact that his mouth doesn't move when he talks, because this <gasps> popcorn's just sitting there and he's going, I'm hungry. <laughs> Guys, Rito ate floor popcorn. <laughs> That's how fucking stupid Rito is. He's just like, uh, he doesn't even need to eat. He's a skeleton, and he just ate floor popcorn. I, I'm I, honestly a little disturbed by the by the uh, discovery that he can eat. Like, that that's a thing he's capable of doing now raises so many new questions. I also want to give props to the suit actor for Goldar because there's fog on the floor and he, like, waves the fog out of the way so that he can see the trail, which is pretty good. I like that. And the suit yeah. actor for Goldar does a lot of good work. Like he's he's yeah. got to he's got to show all this exasperation and stuff, which requires a lot of requires a lot of emoting because he's in a big bulky suit with no like also, facial. Yeah. He also says, "How would you like a knuckle sandwich?" And Rita says, "Oh no, thank you. I couldn't eat another bite." And it's so fucking stupid. Wait, I love and them also so for much. for Rito, that would be cannibalism. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh God, I love them. <sighs> but so it's time to cut to the um, dumbest shit. Uh, we kind of—it's kind of a weird dissolve wipe, actually. Like, yeah. I don't know if you've seen this one before. It's like, so it starts to do that diagonal, like striped split, but then it like all turns into dust. 
Yeah, it pixelates. Did anyone, yeah. uh, does anyone else notice that Rocky's hair is down? And boy, it's I, even worse now. I did notice that. And actually, what I noticed was it was specifically in a shot where he was kind of looking down. So all I could see was the, um, you know, the, the bottom of it or whatever. And I'm like, oh, hey, that actually looks, you know, better than normal when he lets it down. And then I, then I saw a scene with the top part. And I'm like, oh, nope, no, it doesn't. It's now it's a mullet. Like, he had a, a rat tail, and now it's a mullet when he lets it down. <laughs> oh, so, man. This poor kid. Yeah, so he he ropes down into the volcano and dramatically pulls the crystal away just in time before the volcano er- erupts, question mark. There's a lot of weird cuts. Um, it's kind of not clear what exactly is happening, also, but apparently... it's like a minute-long like sequence at best. Yeah, it's very fast. Yeah, it's it's very much just he goes down there, he pulls the crystal out, he saves the village. So here's the question I have about this. Did Zordon sending this crystal back in time fundamentally alter the past, creating this mystical volcano and, like, altering the culture of this, like, region? And and also almost damning the the village to death until well, yeah here's a, yeah here's another question in the version of this timeline like before Rocky intervened and came in yeah, there they all died did it yeah did that erupt and was it like a modern and uh, then Rocky was never Pompeii? born yeah but the thing is Rocky already went back in time so he was able to save right well his, I'm, I'm so Zach yeah. I'm talking about before he did that sure I hate time travel uh so. He comes out and his friend is there and also a whole bunch of extras dressed in, again, I mean, cowboy hats. I mean, the goat's there, but yeah, it's like cowboy hats, sombreros, and ponchos as far as the eyes can yeah, see. Yeah, it's real. It's a lot. I do love that uh, that this kid who just fucking, spoiler warning, is Rocky's grandpa, Yeah, um, comes from a village of, let me see, 10 people and a goat? 10 people and a goat. Yep. Yep. I mean, uh, there he- are there are towns around here that are about that big. Let me tell you about fucking Dalton, South Dakota. Uh, maybe somebody in the audience just went, "Woo!" I. <laughs> uh, so, th- yeah. Actually, I kind of want this to be the the thumbnail for the episode. <laughs> so I, he, I don't know. So Pablo says, "Hey, my name is Pablo Desant." De- DeSantos. By the way, uh, th- th- at no point before now did Rocky ask this kid his name. Oh, yeah, no, no they were not. walking for a while looking for rope and shit, and they did not. Rocky didn't ask any yeah. questions. Yeah, he's like, he's like, my name is uh, Pablo DeSantos, and it's like, oh, that's that's my grandpa's name is Pablo. Yeah, like, he starts, yeah. he, he's like, he's legitimately like, oh, shit, that's the same name as my grandpa, and then remembers, oh, yeah, I was told I'm going to meet my fucking ancestor. I shouldn't give that away. Right, and also he says, oh, my grandpa's name was Pablo, too. And then the kid says, maybe we're related. That's how that works, right? <laughs> I mean, I think that was probably, like, I'm being generous here, but I think that was probably a joke, because, like, I've heard people make that fucking joke. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I, I yeah. think I think the idea is that kid made it as a joke, but it's also a not very subtle hint for the kids in the audience. Sure. Um, but, yeah, so he gives Pablo back the rope. Um, here, have the rope we got from the dead guy. I don't need it anymore. <laughs> and then they uh, they shake hands, and then uh, Rocky takes the crystal, and I guess he just knows what to do here. He he poses with the crystal in front of him and just whoop, vacuums back up into the time hole. Okay, here's the thing. 
Rocky has no idea what to do here, so he just went on instinct, which is do a do a fucking pose with the thing out in front of you, like now, every other ranger thing. A time hole opens above him and sucks him up. And I will say that the the guy who plays Pablo's dad, I guess, um, his face is really good. His, his <laughs> shocked face is it's, quite good. It's, it's halfway between. I can't believe this is happening, and oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah. I love it. Also worth noting uh, that Rocky's lightning and version of the time hole uh, are both tinted blue, because uh, that's something that's going to happen with every ranger as they return to the present, is they're going to get uh, the lightning of the color that they're going to be in Zeo. And also, uh, it's a triangle shape, and I think he's the triangle, right? I'm pretty sure. Yes, he is. I just double God, remember... So remember how they were originally themed around fucking dinosaurs and other prehistoric creatures, which is really badass. <laughs> and then it and becomes then geometric they became shapes. animal. Then they became animal themed, and some of them were a little disappointed. Like I know this is going to the movie, but like Adam was super disappointed to be a frog because that's not as exciting as being a fucking mastodon. Oh, the frog shit's coming back, y'all. <laughs> Wait till next episode. Well, so what I'm getting at though is they're going from animals, which is still kind of cool, to. And, like, samurais and shit to fucking shapes. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, we'll talk well, about I'm it when we square. get to it. <laughs> but I love the Zio suits. Oh, no, but the yes. Zio suits are fucking awesome. Don't get me wrong. I think they also are associated with mythical stuff. Cause yeah, no, I think, first... I think they're, like, elemental symbols or something, maybe. <sighs> Because the Zeo Megazord I, I, has, like, a sphinx and, like, a bull and and some other stuff in it. It's also got, it's also got like, the, the two lady rangers just have, like, their vehicles are just, like, tanks. Yes, that's true. I forgot just about tanks that. tanks with guns. Right. Yeah. yeah tank, tanks are well known to be associated with girls. I forgot that. Yeah. There's three animals and then just two, like, weird Dalek-looking uh, tanks. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that when we get to yeah. that. Uh, in any case, uh, we whip back to the Sorta present um, at the command center, and this is where Zordon just tosses off the line about how Alpha took down the force field, so don't worry about that in the future. And uh, as everyone's just s- standing around getting this debriefing, I guess, Rocky just sort of falls out of the the ceiling, I right, guess. Right, yeah, so, we <laughs> just like, so you, you haven't been here for any of the other episodes, but we established that time holes are such a... Uh, common occurrence around here that just nobody thinks twice about them. Yeah, they don't even bother. I don't know why you all keep assuming I don't know about time holes, though. <laughs> I mean, because around, around here in our reality, like, they're kind of more of an event. Like, they don't just happen to people every day. I, no, they do, though. <laughs> Mike, I, you all need to get out more. Yeah, you're right. We just need no, to but go that, out, but Mike, out that's and... the But that's the whole thing. In the Power Rangers universe, you don't have to get out. They just happen wherever you are. Sure. Yeah, I gotcha. They just uh, happen in your house. I getcha. Like, you'd be sitting here recording a podcast, and all of a sudden a time hole would open up, and you'd get, like, sucked into another, another dimension. I mean, that's happened. Sure. Sure. I, I'm course. sure somewhere in, like, the history of the universe that's probably happened, yeah. I just, I don't know, it just seems like it's a lot more common in the Power Rangers universe, I don't know. So Zordon's still really big on branding this whole thing, because he talks about, like, the first the first chapter in the Zeo Odyssey, or whatever, or the first Odyssey for the Zeo Crystals, which sounds like a fucking choose-your-own-adventure book. Yes, yeah, yes. That's, 
that's basically the episode is Rocky's just like, well, I hope the others are doing all right. And it's fucking wild that the first one to complete their quest is Rocky. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, everyone's kind of making a big deal out of it, and they should, because, like, I can't imagine anyone was expecting Rocky to actually make it. Especially since he's not going to yeah. end up being the leader. It's not like... It's not like he's the he's not even the Red Ranger next next time. So, yeah. Yeah. It's also implied that like the other quests like they don't just take longer in terms of the number of episodes. They also just straight up take longer on their end as well. Like when we get to Adam next week, he's going to sort of offhandedly mention that like, "Man, I've been wandering around for a whole day now and I still haven't found this crystal. What am I going to do?" I think they I really wish they'd have kept escalating that. So whenever we get to like the last one when we when we actually check in with them, they've naturally aged back up to their normal age. It's like, "Man, I've been at this for years." God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's the episode. There's some outtakes, but whatever. Fuck it. Yeah, no, this this episode had some funny shit happen in it, but it sucks. I think the outtakes are mostly just, like, the kid who played Pablo having trouble controlling the goat. Yeah, that'll happen when you have a notoriously, like, stubborn animal. Like, goats don't give a shit about really anything but whatever a goat wants to do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep. And, uh, I mean, I love him yep. for it, but that's got to be a bitch for filming. Yeah. Um, so this, like, this is the first of the quest episodes, and, uh, I just kind of think it's funny that I'm pretty sure the quest part of it is four minutes, maybe. Oh, yeah, no, it, they, like, yeah, they really half-assed That is a trend that continues. Oh, good. (laughs) I wasn't sure, because I haven't watched the other ones. The the problem is the miniseries is still called Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers and not Zeo Quest. So right, yeah, fair enough. So the problem is like the Alien Ranger plots were already kind of half-assed. So now adding a second half-assed sub thing that can't possibly intersect with the main story at all is just really dragging down the pacing of these episodes even more. Like they aren't putting any effort into any of the different things going on, and they're cutting between them just enough to prevent them from being able to build up any sort of flow with any of them. And it's it's a rough watch. If I was a yeah. kid when this was airing, I probably would have given up on the series here. I, I I had fun with it now because it's so goofy, but like as a kid, what I was there like, for, yeah, I'd be like, like frustrated. This probably. aired in what, 1996? Yes. All right. I would have been eight years old as an eight-year-old if all the characters that I liked weren't there and there was hardly any of the cool fighting against monsters stuff, I'd be like, uh, the show's boring now. I'm going to watch something else instead. And I probably never would have come back. It's weird that, like, I definitely remember watching some of Zio. I don't remember anything about the Alien Rangers. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's... It's weird. I, 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 maybe I didn't watch it. I don't know. I don't know. There you go. But yeah, so that's that's what we think about the episode. Um, yep. junior, junior correspondent Zach, do we have any questions that anyone sent in? We've got a couple. Uh, my the first one is from. Okay, Eric. hold on before you read them. Um, I'm okay. just gonna say if anyone does have questions that they want read on the air, um, you can send them to Zach. I'm having him kind of handle some of that administrative stuff. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm a very busy host. Um. He uh, so you can send it to his 
email address from the old show, uh, teenswithtude at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, you can also at him on Twitter, at teenswithtude. Um, if you really want, you could also at me, at Tabletop Gamera. Um, and, or you could post on the Facebook group that I never use, Teenagers with Attitude. Yeah. Um, I've got a couple. Uh, the first one is from Eric, our editor. He says, you can request help from any Aqua-related heroes. Who do you contact? I'll, I'm calling the Aquabats. That's a pretty good one. Uh, you guys he really got just any... wanted to work an Aquabats reference onto he our show. He really wanted us to talk about Aquabats. I don't know much about the Aquabats, I to be know that there's a thing called Aquabats, and that's the extent of my knowledge. Sorry! They're a band, and they, they like, their, their, their canon is that they're superheroes. That's kind of all I know about it. Yeah, it's there. It's a it's a comedy band. It's a gimmick thing. Uh, they had a TV show for a bit that the uh, one of the brothers chaps actually worked on, and even had a character that was basically strong. Oh, bad. that's cool. I did not know that. Um, yeah, like it's 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 some fun stuff, but like it's it's very much it is very much a a joke band. So you know, if you, if you go into that with that mindset, you can really enjoy it. Some of their music's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. So mine would be the Snorks, probably. Uh, because there's nothing funnier to me than the fact that there was a really bad sh- cartoon show called The Smurfs, and then they were like, but what if worse and more bootleg even, but they had snorkels? So I want to call them In Smurfs. fairness to The Smurfs, they were based off of like a Belgian comic book or something. Yeah. So like, but the, the Snorks like literally just existed to rip off the success of The Smurfs cartoon. The Smurfs being a current thing is one of the strongest pieces of proof that nostalgia just will override any fucking logic or, like, ability to judge quality. And listen, I know we're doing a Power Rangers show, so I get it. We are entering our fourth year of doing this. We just passed our third anniversary. the Smurfs fucking sucks, and it was never good, and I don't understand why there's still Smurf movies. Because... (sighs) Well, I, honestly, the reason is because there's a shit ton of just garbage media that baby boomers grew up on where it's literally just branding and nothing else. And be, because that's what they grew up with, they're very fond of those brands and want to see them continue to exist. So they it, pour all yeah. the money that they have and we don't into making it. It's just like, I guess the thing that bothers me about it so much is like, you know, other properties like Power Rangers and, and like, you know, um, Transformers and stuff, like, there's been good fiction made with those, even though they're just for toys. But it's the Smurfs, y'all. It was never any good. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, the Snorks. I think the Snorks are funny. You guys got one? Um, I was actually just going to say the Alien Rangers. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, so here's the thing. that That's a really hard question because to just answer broadly because it really depends on what kind of assistance you need. Like if I, you know, need help with like, I'm stuck out at sea and I need to rescue Aquaman or Namor or somebody would be a good, well, Namor probably not. He's a douchebag, but like Aquaman would probably help. If I'm stuck inside a computer or something, I'd call on Gomamon. If I like, I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. There's a band <laughs> I could probably call on. Like, there's I forgot a lot. that there was both Aqua and the Aquabats. <laughs> um, like, I don't know. Like, 
if I'm if my problem is I need a cute girl to hang out with, Lapis Lazuli from Steven Universe is cute. She's she's a water based hero, sure. These are all good. Honestly, the fact that you you're able to think of this many is pretty impressive. <laughs> I couldn't name that many water based heroes. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, so there you go. Half of the things I mentioned have Aqua in the name. Yep, this it's is not true. hard. Um, the best Aqua song is cart is the version of Cartoon Heroes is it- that's on DDR. Anyway, I literally only know them from Barbie Girl. They had a bunch of other songs. They they all basically sound like that. Um, you can replace the or, oh I'm sorry. This is a meme that's been going around, but I feel like now it's been long enough, and by the time it comes out, that it'd be fun to answer and not just dogpiling. Uh. Shankun asks, you can replace the cast of any movie with the Muppets, but you keep one of the human actors. Which Wait, movie hold on. And what? Hold on, Zach. I am trying to figure out how to react to the fact that you think, as once it's dated and so far <laughs> beyond when anyone gives a shit about it, it makes no, it perfect for us to well, cover. It's just now there's not like a rush of people answering this question. It's all finished. Everybody's done with it. And I, we can just pick up the garbage and answer it at the end. No, we don't have to do it. I don't care. No, I mean, continue. No, I'm done to answer this. No, continue. Like, I'll, I'll do it. I'm just, I'm just trying to unpack the <laughs> logic behind this. Yeah, I like to do the memes after everyone else is done with the memes. You can replace the cast of any movie with the Muppets, but keep one of the human actors. What movie and which human do you keep? Uh, Mike, do you want to go first? No, I'm going to need a second to okay, think about this. Okay, Lexi, do you have one? Um, So I'm going to say Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, and you keep Bulk and Skull, who absolutely count as one one person. Okay, that's fair. Uh, M- Muppets. So the the meme didn't say the versions of it I've seen didn't say the Muppets. It was just Muppets. I like this version more because it implies that like well, it's the Muppets we know, not so just. I like, think that was supposed Muppets. to be the implication because it was basing off stuff like Muppet Christmas Carol and Muppet sure, Island. That's fair. Well, and I was gonna ask which Muppet would be which, which soup, which uh, Ranger. But we've actually done that before. Which God, of course we have. Crazy. Yeah, Zach, just give your answer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, I I want Speed Racer, and I want to keep uh, just the guy who plays Royalton, the shitty CEO, and then he has to give that speech about how racing is fixed to a to a puppet. That's what I want. <laughs> I mean that works. I mean a lot of the times the one human actor will be like the villain. That's true. <clears throat> Jeez, I'm I'm kind of We can go to the next question and then you can Okay, no, here's here's the thing. I uh, I I think I I think I might have actually heard someone else make this suggestion, but it's it's too good to pass okay, up. Okay, go for it. Um what I want is the Matrix, but I'm going to twist the one human actor thing a little bit. Okay. Everything in the Matrix is human actors. Yes, yes. <laughs> Everything in the real world <laughs> is Muppets. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. I that's one of the best responses to that whole bit. <laughs> I did not see that one. That's very good. Um, Fuck, I mean, that's I guess really if we're gonna good. revisit old memes, like I, I've I've got a few in my pocket. I really like my suggestion of Clue replace everyone but Tim Curry because he's already because he's got experience in that sort of a scenario. Tim Curry, yeah. yeah. 
Tim Curry is also probably half muck Muppet, to be honest. Well, like, I mean, I just he, feel- well, he, no, it was the Muppet Treasure Island wasn't a Judge Doom sort of scenario, but um, <laughs> no, I know. I just he's he very, is the best part of one of the best movies ever made, Muppet Treasure Island. He's very good. I love Tim Curry. We've definitely talked about how much we love yeah. Tim Curry. Um, you could probably replace that kid to play Jim Hawkins with another Muppet and then just like that'll fit this whole thing. Yeah. Um. Uh, so last one, uh, Joseph, uh, who's guested on our show before, uh, asks, Hey, podcast rangers, I've got a question. It's been stated that Master Vile has an entire galaxy conquered somewhere and other villains have destroyed uh, s- some enslaved planets, yet the rangers have them stuck in a stalemate on Earth. What do you think the potentially trillions of subjugated people were doing while their despot was struggling with a handful of tightly colored teams? Were they fielding their own teams of rangers, riders, troopers to free themselves, or just waiting and wondering where the fuck their dictator had gone? So, I mean, I assume the whole reason Vile came to visit is because he's got shit in his own galaxy so, like, so locked down. Like, he's got lieutenants and shit running everything that he was bored and doesn't have anything to do anymore. So he came to meddle with his kids' project. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, the Rita and Zed are going to, like, contact Master Vile later on when, like, the Machine Empire shows up. And, like, when they message him, he's not like, oh, God, Rita <laughs> Zed, well, I went out to help you. Oh, fuck, my empire's crumbling. Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Been like, great, so I, I assume I assume everything is still. Like, what? Uh, I, I almost said fine, but no, that's the opposite. <laughs> yeah, no. Everything's still I terrible over there. What we didn't see was the, the scene from, like, every movie about a dad who works too much, who learns to, like, spend time with his kids or whatever, where Master Vile is just bored in his like executive lounge or or possibly <laughs> at his desk micro you know micromanaging shit that all his lieutenants have already organized and one of his trusted advisors just comes to him and is like uh boss like seriously you need to take a vacation like we've got shit covered here you're not needed here go spend some time with your kids you're always talking about them go see them for a bit that's great i i hope that's true i love the idea of like everything, the best part about the show for me now is the Moon Family. So, like, yeah, that's my favorite uh, concept of of what might be going on. Is just in that case, I've got some um, bad news about the beginning of Zio. They they go away, right? They're gone for a yeah. while. Yeah, yeah, that is. They a don't disappear forever, but they basically just stop being the main villains. So yeah, but I. But then they get in their stupid space uh, RV, and, like, I know they're not in every episode, but them just becoming even more goofy is what I want, really. So Zed does drive a Winnebago. That does God, happen. yes. I can't believe they rip off Mustard Science Theater. <laughs> yeah, kinda. <laughs> I can't believe they rip off Spaceballs. Oh, Yeah, that shit. is kind of what both of them are, are, are riffing on, huh? Yeah. I, I, Spaceballs does not hold up, man. <laughs> it really doesn't. There are, there are some very, very specific jokes and scenes that hold up, but on the whole, no, not God, so much. Yeah, Zach, we've had this exact conversation on another thing. We, this is the problem. We've been doing this too long. <laughs> we're, we're just going to start circling. Anyway, that's all the questions I've got for right now. If you've got more, send them in to the, the places we mentioned earlier. Do it. If if you've got if you've got some more more like old memes that you want us to put our own particular spin on, 
I mean, yeah, I'm I'm way more online than I should be. I I can I can jive with some memes. I love the Muppets, and that was one that was a meme where I was like, oh, I am enjoying these responses, which usually I'm just yeah, like, that's, that's honestly one of the most fun thought, like, because that's the thing is, it's not just a dumb meme that like, hey, here I took this image and I put some different text on it, like, that's actually kind of a fun thought experiment. Yeah, right, like, there's, some, there's like, there's like elements that go into what makes a good answer for that, and like, like for instance, the one Mike threw out, where once you start riffing on the premise a little bit, you can come up with some genuinely fun ideas. Yeah, I like it. It's fun. So I won't apologize for it. Old memes. Also, yeah, like like I kind of mentioned, I definitely, I cannot remember who. I definitely got that Matrix idea from somebody. If it was you, oh, I apologize. I'm sure a lot of people came up with that premise. It was all over the internet for a while. Um, but yeah, no, we we will not and do not apologize on this show. Um, unless we genuinely I mean, I screw something. Unless we genuinely screw something up. We're, we're not sorry for anything, so... Okay, okay, yeah, that's fair. I'm sorry for most things. <laughs> not on this show. The show is officially not sorry. <laughs> okay, great, cool. And, uh, uh, and uh, to avoid, like, sort of ripping off a, a different show's outro, let's actually sign off. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't have anything else. Um, that's tune it. in next week for more culturally insensitive... Garbage. Tune in next week for Adam's Quest. Check out, uh, and check out our, boy. <laughs> check out our website. Uh, uh, oh my God, what's our website called? Guys? It's audioentropy.com. Thank you. Check out audioentropy.com. That sounds like a fun website with podcasts and stuff. I, I'm mentioning this because I just recently got a, a domain renewal reminder for baddragonzord.com. Yes, you can uh, check you that can, out. You also. can go to istommyevil.com to find out if Tommy's evil. I really haven't updated that in a while. I should like probably change that to say his moral alignment is currently child. <laughs> yeah, yes. I guess I have time to do that before <laughs> oh, hey. you hear this. Um you can go Hey, uh give us a give us an iTunes review. We could use those. Yeah, or um yes. technically I think you can leave comments on some of our pages on the website. I'm pretty sure I enabled that and somebody left a couple. <laughs> you did. I think there oh, are God. a couple on there, but I think it's mostly just... just people saying, Holy shit, you can leave comments here. I literally think there is a comment on the website somewhere that just says, Why are there comments? <laughs> which is <laughs> Which is which is maybe the best use for a comment system, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Great work. But yeah, no, we've oh, got hey, a hey, listen. Um You know what? Tell 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 your friends. Yeah. About the podcast. Spread the word. Yeah. We don't we don't we don't uh we don't ask that often, but honestly, like it always is fun stuff, you know, in inflict our horseshit on your on your loved ones. Oh also also, um I'm just gonna advertise again because this is the last episode we do it for in less than a week as of this episode releasing. Uh well no, I guess in a week after this episode releases, uh at PAX West. Um come to the Let's Place panel. Um it's gonna be great. It's Luke from ostensibly from this show. He hasn't been here for a while. Uh, but <laughs> Luke and Crystal and Chelsea and Molly and Ashley from Totally Reprise will be ranking video games live in front of an audience, and I'll be that audience. Yeah, you'll, yeah. you'll, you'll be the whole audience. Just I'm sure you. someone else will show up, but you can you can you can see hang out with me and watch some absolute horse shit happen on live on a yeah. stage. And it'll be the second live show they've done, so maybe they'll learn some things. I don't uh, know. Learning <laughs> things does not seem to be in the Let's Place wheelhouse. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, but yeah, and if you want to get and if you want to get like familiar with the show, if you're not familiar with Let's Place, um, they're releasing like three episodes a week and a like a media blitz leading up to this. There's plenty of content for you to check out. But anyway, yep. that is going to be Sunday at 6 p.m. in the Sandworm Theater. There you go. So yeah, check it out. Take us out, Lexi. All right. Um. Yeah, for aliens. There's no battle board, so just from aliens. I've been Lexi. Now you guys <laughs> say your names. I've been Zach. What? <laughs> Why were you waiting for me? Oh, you no, were. I thought you were going to next. I, I, I thought that would happen. <laughs> I have been Am, and will continue to be Mike. Uh, stay wet, y'all. Bye. Goodbye. Hey, this is your favorite Mexican-American alien-loving enthusiast, Frankie. First of all, there are volcanoes in Mexico, which is in North America, not South America, Zach. The episode itself is fine. The clothing is not too offensive. Honestly, it's very similar to what people living in rural areas wear. Uh, It's kind of hard to think about a young kid living in, in a rural area in Mexico being very fluent in English, but colonization and like uh, missions did happen and still happen to this day of American uh, uh, Christians and Catholics coming over to Mexico to teach English among other things. Uh, so it's not totally impossible. Just, you know, Hard. I was in high school in the 90s in Mexico, and there were three people in my class who spoke decent English, and not, not even me back then was as fluent, maybe not even today, as uh, Pablo de Santos is here. The thing that actually bothered me the most uh, watching this episode is that I, I looked up the actor who plays uh, young Rocky, and he turns out to be white. So this kid is named Michael J. Olasky. Uh, he he's white. He played young Rocky and also went on to play uh, Mako M. Forbes in the Star Trek Enterprise episodes Countdown and Zero Hour. Uh, he was born in Honolulu, Hawaii. Uh, and uh, was also in the fourth Three Ninjas movie, Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain, uh, the one with Hulk Hogan. So, yeah. Thank you, Memory Alpha and Star Trek nerds for getting all that information, because that's actually, it's better than his IMDb. So yeah, that's it. The episode sells fine. Rocky's normally played by Steve Carinus, who's Mexican-American, and uh, uh, while white passing, it's not white, uh, so it would have been nice if they could get a, a, a light-skinned light, uh, Mexican-American to play 
young Rocky. There's a couple of shots in this episode, actually, where he's like, oh, yeah, you're just a white kid. Huh. Anyways. Yeah, that's all I have. Until next time. May the wetness protect you always. <laughs>